0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of City and Achievement. This is your host, Michael Roston. Thank you for joining me. Um, I had previous Happy Sunday, by the way. It's the Lord's Day. Praise Jesus. Thank you, thank you, God, for your Son. Um, I had previously recorded an episode this morning, and I, I deleted it. I had touched just briefly on the Israel uh, issue. And uh, I, I didn't have much to say. And, and before I say anything, um, in regards to my thoughts and beliefs on that situation, I want to make sure that I'm completely educated, that I have... And you, you're never going to understand the Israeli-Palestinian conflict ever. You know what I mean? That's been going on since the dawn of time, Right. Um, But I want to make sure out of respect Because I most of my friends are actually Jewish My dearest friends are all Jewish uh, But I do have a few Muslim friends And there's some things going on over there right now That I find to be absolutely atrocious I know people, friends of mine That have already lost family members And But out of respect to all of my friends, because, you know, I know I say whatever I want to say, whatever I want to say, it. but I hope that the people that are close to me know that I do care about you and I do care about your feelings as much as as it probably sounds funny for me to say that I care about feelings. I do. Uh, And I want to make sure that when I do speak on my thoughts on the situation that I am not just articulate, Uh, but I am thorough and complete in the understanding uh, of the points that I'm trying to make, right? I don't want to say anything flippantly, um, and, you know, I know that I just, I know that I say a lot of things, and I'm very strong in all my convictions and beliefs, but the thing is, I only speak when I feel very strongly about something, and feeling very strongly about something, I believe that it's right and moral and righteous, right? Like, I obviously, you guys know my feelings on transgenderism. You know, uh, you know my feelings on the immigration crisis in the U.S. And here's the thing I had a guy reach out to me, a black guy on Facebook reach out to me, and he said, uh, and I'm, I'm not going to lie, I felt a little bit bad uh, because he's followed me for a bit. And this is probably why I'm thinking this way today. And I'm walking you guys through my whole thought process so you understand my heart. You know, he reached out to me uh, and he said, hey, I've got some, you know, I, I, I talked about um, just the anti-white rhetoric going on in this country. And... Um, on my Instagram story and he hit me up and he said, Hey man, I just, you know, not that it matters or that you care, but he's like, you know, I've got a pretty strong opinion on this, but I'm just going to leave it at this. He's like, you know, I F with you and what you have to say He's like, I really love a lot of what you have to say, but it just seems like you don't really F with, you know, use the word black people. And I said, huh? Um, and I almost went into the whole. Well, I've got the black friends, and I had, you know, I mentor a black kid who's pretty much my son, and but you know, all this other stuff, and it, 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 that just that stuff is just silly. You know what I mean? And uh, it made me think, not that I need to be more sensitive uh, about people's feelings, uh, to people's sensitive. Not that I need to coddle people's feelings. Like if you're going to disagree with me, and you don't like what I have to say. Fine. But it made me think that uh, I should be clearer about some of my messages. That it's not like the immigration issue and the crime issue and the anti-white rhetoric in this country. I don't have a problem with black people. At all. I have a problem with anti-white rhetoric. That's what I have a problem with. And there's a lot of anti-white rhetoric. You know, there's a lot of blame place you know you, you still have black people now that are blaming white people for slavery this is something none of us alive right now had anything to do with you know so there, there i'm not going to get into that whole thing today but i i just when i touch on these issues moving forward because i know i'm going to lose listeners and followers you know um especially as time goes on you know because the world's only going to get more complicated and i'm only going to I'm only going to be, you know, become more solidified in my beliefs over time, I imagine. But I do want to make sure that I'm clear in the way that I explain my thoughts and feelings. So, when I'm talking about something potentially like Israel and Palestine, I want to make sure that I am very clearly articulating what I feel and why I feel the way that I feel, right with an open mind. Here's the thing. I always have, I know it doesn't sound like it, but I have an open mind, there are certain things I'm not willing to budge on, like I don't believe that we put kids on hormone blockers, I don't believe that we give little girls double mastectomies, there's, you know, I there's obviously certain things that I'll never have an open mind towards, because they're perverse, one thing I would have an open cover or open mind towards is how does racism still affect black people in the United States today cuz I'm of the belief that there's always going to be racism but why are there black people that are highly successful and others that aren't and what's where where can you give me evidence of institutionalized racism when there's grants and loans and all this specific funding and help for black people so like I could have a conversation with somebody about that. That's something that I keep a relatively open mind on. Okay, show me, show me where black people face institutionalized, you know, outside of saying that they're, you know, somebody could say, well, they're they're disproportionately uh, arrested. Right. Well, okay. Well, you also commit a, a disproportionate amount of the crimes. You know what I mean? So it's like. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of different co- conversations that we could have in regards to all that stuff. But um, all this goes to say is that I just want to make sure that I'm very clear when I speak on things. I don't hate the person. I know I'm harsh on women. I know I'm harsh on trans people. I know I'm harsh on maybe even black and brown people. But I'm just as harsh on white men, <laughs> I'm harsh on any everybody. That's, I'm harsh on myself. I'm nobody's harder on me than myself. You know what I mean? I'm harsh on everybody, and you have to understand. I've been attacked by the world in ways that most of you will never experience. You'll never many of you listening to me will never experience what I've gone through. Very few, if any, of you will. And you have to understand that I, if I say something that's offensive to you, it's not to offend you. It's because I have a strongly held conviction. I have a way of thinking based on my perception of events in the world. It's not that you're a bad person. It's not that, you know, if you're black and you're listening to me and you hear me say that blacks disproportionately commit... Uh, a disproportionate amount of violent crime in the United States besides, you know, they do, they do. It's, there's no, that's just a fact. That doesn't mean I don't like black people. How does that, how does me bringing up that statistic, now if I were to say black people commit a disproportionate amount of violent crime in this country, we gotta get them out. Yeah, okay, that would be a completely different story. But what do, I say, what do I say instead? Nobody wants to hear the answer. The answer is fatherlessness. It's that simple. So when I say black people commit a disproportionate amount of violent crimes in the United States, my call is always to repentance, God, and strong nuclear households with a mom and a dad. Because white or black, the effects of fatherlessness... Increase mental health it disorders Increase uh, jail time Increase violent crime exposure it, it, it increases every negative statistic Exponentially Exponentially So my call is always to a solution It's just many people don't want to hear that solution Many people instead would like to hear Well it's just white people's fault And they should pay us money That ain't going to fly. And then people get mad at me when I say that. I have gay listeners. And you guys know how I feel about that. My biggest thing with the whole gay thing is leave the kids alone. And most of my gay listeners agree with me. They agree with me. I mean, a lot of people don't know this, but I have a black drag queen that works for me who I cherish this kid. You know what I mean? He's a really good guy. And he's black, he's gay, and he dresses up in women's clothes. But I employ him in one of my companies. And I treat him with respect. You could go to him and ask him if I've ever been disrespectful to him, if I haven't, him and I have spent time together... We've had a couple drinks together in person at a friend's house. Like we've, like I've spent time with. So anybody would come out of the woodwork and call me somehow uh, some kind of a racist or this or that. That's fine. I don't. I those labels don't mean anything to me. I could give a shit less. I don't care what you call me. The names don't bother me anymore. I've already been smeared. I've already tried to cancel me. It didn't work. There's nothing else that you could do. There's nothing else that you could do to me. But the evidence in my life supports that I am, to some degree, a loving person. But that doesn't mean that I have to agree with everybody's lifestyle choices, which means that you and I can disagree with each other on a couple of issues and still be respectful towards one another and still value what each other, what we both have to say, right? We live in this world where it's like, yeah, you say something that, you know, somebody disagrees with, with, they immediately, they turn you off, they slander you, they do all this stuff, and it's like, that's why we can't get anywhere as a society, is everything's so polarized now, everything's just so, and the world's not black and white. There are certain issues, issues of morality that are very black and white, but in between there's a lot of great and this is why you'll see even even a lot of infighting in the church you got the catholics you got the orthodox you got the protestantism and then within the protestant churches you've got all these different the Baptists, the evangelicals the them the this the this the blah 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 and then they're fighting about when to do a baptism and all this there's so much unknown that we just don't know and there's different interpretations for everything well the whole point of this is That you need to keep an open mind and that if you hear something that you don't like on this podcast or on my social media, it's not a personal attack against you and who you are as a person. There's an ideological uh, issue that I have somewhere in there, whether it's, you know, like for example, drag. I don't think that grown men in dresses should be reading books to little kids in libraries. It's that simple. You know what I'm saying? Like that's my issue. A lot of it just has to do with kids. Like, leave the kids alone. You know what I mean? Like 90% of my issues now, I wouldn't be nearly as fired up about a lot of this LGBT whatever stuff. I don't agree with the lifestyle, but I wouldn't be as fired up about it if they just left the kids alone. But she's, and I've talked about this a lot. You start messing with the kids, that's when the horns come out. You know what I'm saying? Like, leave the damn kids alone. Leave the kids alone. It's that simple. So, again, you know, if you're black and you're listening to me and you think I don't like black people, then you don't know me very well. If you're gay and you listen to me and you think I don't like gay people, then you don't know me very well. my my circle is so incredibly and here's the thing i bet you my circle is more diverse than 99% of the people that would disagree with me i guarantee you i i freaking guarantee you i could speak out against lgbt whatever but i've got gay friends and gay listeners i could speak out against You know certain issues between the black and white communities and I've got very very close friends that are black I could speak out about drag queens and I got a drag queen friend. I could speak out about all these things But what does that say about me? And what does that say about the people that disagree with me that hate me that only have one type of person in their circle? What does that say? Just think about that because I'm not going to tell you what that says because I'll sound arrogant But what does that say about the differences between you and I as a person? Yeah, I bet you this just hit some of y'all listening to me like a ton of bricks. <laughs> if I could speak out openly against some of my friends' lifestyle choices, but they still agree to, they still want to be friends with me, they still, what does that say about me, and what does that say about somebody that disagrees with me that only has one type of person in their circle? It's the type of person that you are. And people, I would like to think that are close to me, know my heart. Because whether you're gay, straight, bi, you dress up as a toaster and put toast in your ass. I don't care what you know. If you're in my circle, at the drop of a hat, I'm going to be the first one there for you. Anybody that's close to me knows you could come to me at any point in time. Whether you need need financial help, I'm always there. Whether you need emotional help, I'm always there. Whether you need business help, I'm always there for the people that I care about. Because my problem isn't with the person. My problem is always with the behavior, and the normalization of certain behavior, or the lack of uh, the lack of open discourse about certain trends. You know, there's there's so much that we could go into with this, guys. But the point is ultimately that you know, if you listen to me, and something doesn't, you know, rubs you the wrong way. But we can have a conversation. I know I can seem very, you know, I know I've had people tell me I'm intimidating and blah, 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 blah. Listen, dude, I ain't going to hurt you. I'm not going to berate you. I might, we might disagree. I might tell you what I think. I'll try to do it as politely as I can. But if any of you listening to me ever just can't get over something that I said, I encourage you to bring that to me so that you and I could sit down and have a conversation. And here's the thing. I'm not perfect at all. At all. I make mistakes every day. Every day. Every single day of my life. I'm not coming from a place of moral authority. Like, I just go to what the Bible says. You know what I mean? That's the moral authority. It's not me. I'm not better than you. I'm not better than anybody else. I'm probably in some ways worse. But that doesn't mean I'm not gonna talk, speak my truth, the truth, you know what I mean? And maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm wrong. But I'm just talking about what I'm talking about because I have strongly held beliefs and there's not enough people, there's not enough people out there that really hold firmly to a strongly held belief of their own making right like you could see when you start digging into some of these like trans activists some of these and they and you really start asking them tough questions they can't answer them you know cuz they it, it's they're they, they're they're an indoctrinated they were indoctrinated you know what I'm saying so that their beliefs really aren't their own and they don't know why they think what they think you know Um, but Anyways, point of this all is, you know, if you ever again just can't get over something that I said, I would love to have a conversation with you about it. That's the whole point of all this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to help you in any way that I can. That's why I have this part. Like, think about the hours I've put into this podcast just hours and hours and hours and hours of content hours and hours and hours and hours and hours now how long I've been doing this three years almost daily sometimes twice a day three times a day for three years you guys think I just do this because I like the sound of my own voice I don't I've never listened to one of my own episodes I can't stand to hear myself talk my wife will listen to me she'll turn it on with Ada and I'll leave the room I can't stand to listen to it I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing this for you. So please don't ever think that you can't approach me and have a conversation with me about something that you disagree with. You know, ladies, if you ever feel like I'm, I say something too harsh that you don't agree with on here and you just can't get past it, you can't reconcile it in your head, bring it to me. Let's have a conversation. And I can explain to you why I think the way that I think. My beliefs aren't just my... I didn't just... There's always a reason. You know what I mean? I can, oh, I could give you a reason for why I believe certain things. And I could give you a lot of reasons. So that's the point of today's episode. Is don't ever feel like you can't come to me and talk to me. If I've hurt your feelings... Now, I'm not going to apologize for hurting your feelings. It's just, you know, my beliefs are my beliefs. If you if, it, if you got a little bit of a tummy ache over it, then I just, you know... It's like Candace Owen said life's tough get a helmet you know what i mean i love that life's tough get a helmet baby you know that's that's you know you're gonna get your feelings hurt that's life i get my feelings hurt every day people say mean stuff about me all the time (laughs) you know it's like you just gotta get over it dude so life isn't sunshine and hopscotch and rainbows life is very very difficult and none of us make it out alive life is very difficult and none of us make it out alive none of us we all die we all perish and we perish with a mountain full of mistakes and regrets and just life's hard life's hard and people that we love and care about die before us and we are, we have disagreements and wars and conflicts and life is just so tough, man. I mean, it's also beautiful. I'm saying this as I'm driving down this open country road in Maine and the leaves have changed and it's beautiful. It's a gorgeous sunny day. Life's tough. Get a helmet. That that might be one of my new favorite quotes. I still don't know how much I trust Candace, you know what I mean? Anybody that has that popular of a voice has one because they're allowed to you know what i mean so what deals did she make but anyways so that's the point of today's episode i love you guys truly hopefully you know my heart and uh talk to me if you ever feel like you need to have a conversation with me i'm here baby all right love you guys peace